licking the couch. Welcome to the Sarah Show. The Sarah Show. Yeah, so I'm Sarah. Um, you might not know me from the Sarah Show because it doesn't exist until now. Maybe. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, so uh, this might be my podcast. We'll see what happens. It might be my dog's podcast um, because they are a little bit more entertaining, a little bit more entertaining than I am. But um, here we are in my living room on my leather couch with my leather dogs. Just kidding, they're basset hounds. I mean, they are technically leather. Aren't we all, though? Um, Yeah, so I've been wanting to start a new podcast for a while, but I feel like, um, one, who would want to listen to me? (laughs) Little old me. And two, um, everybody starts a podcast, so yeah. Mm -hmm. But here we are. I used to have a podcast called Sarah's Got Cellulite. Um, And that was when I was about 50 pounds heavier. And it was about, you know, learning to accept and love your body. Um, Because I was raised to... uh, I don't know how to say this. uh, Like, hate my body. You know, and not like my mom, like raised me to hate my body, but just like society and everything else also told my mom to hate her body. So I had a podcast about that a couple years ago. And then, you know, turn of events, I lost a bunch of weight and I don't condone dieting. I'm not or not. I don't know the right words for anything. This is why a podcast is probably a bad idea, but Uh, I don't like to talk about dieting. I don't like to talk about um, bodies in general unless you're talking about, you know, how great everybody is. Um, It's a a bit of a trigger point for me, and I'm sure it is for a lot of people. But uh, anyways, I lost a bunch of weight, and I felt like I wasn't a great spokesperson for that space because, you know, who wants to be told by a skinny white bitch that uh, you should love your body and cellulite is normal? Yeah, so I'm pretty self-aware, I guess you could say when it comes to that. Maybe when it comes to everything, I'm a little too self-aware, which is probably why I haven't started a podcast yet, because, again, like, (laughs) why a podcast about what? About basset hounds? (sighs) No. I don't know what this podcast is about, to be honest. Um, I had a friend that also started his podcast recently, and he has been shouting at me that I need to do the same because it feels liberating, I guess. Right now, it feels a little weird staring at this ring light, talking to nobody. My husband is out of town. Please don't come murder me. Actually, you know what? (laughs) Come on in. I'll turn on the Netflix. I got some Perrier. Um, this is not an ad yet. Anyways, what was I talking about? Yeah, my husband is out of town for a bachelor trip. So, like, what better time than now to start the Sarah show? I honestly wanted my husband to be on a podcast with me. 
but he hates his voice so much. And, you know, I do too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, his voice is actually fine, but, you know, everybody, I don't know, hates their voice. I don't, I don't necessarily hate mine. I'm aware that mine is very monotone and, uh, a little low and raspy and boring. I'm aware of that. But my husband, I guess, was not aware that he had a um, chipmunk voice. No, I'm just kidding. Again, oh my gosh, he's not here, so I'm just talking a lot of shit about him. No, everyone knows he's the best thing on the planet. He keeps me alive. Um, can I mention, though, for anybody that would be watching this, um, I wore this outfit yesterday as well um at liz's graduation party i wore a different undershirt but besides the point nobody took a picture of me and i felt like this outfit deserved a moment so i'm wearing it again also i don't have like the brain capacity to think of two cute outfits in a row so this is it for the weekend um, this is my husband's fishing shirt comes in handy to have a husband that, um, I don't know, buys cute clothes. I don't know if that's the way to put it. I'm not sure. It's the same size as you. I don't know if that's the way to put it either. You know, to each their own, uh, these pants aren't his, but I did wear some Wranglers last night that I got from the thrift store for five doll hairs. They were men's, men's Wranglers. Ladies, go to your local Goodwill. <sighs> that came. Oh, there it is. There it is. Anyways, uh, yeah, go to your local Goodwill and uh, get yourself some Wranglers. Because that's the cool thing to do now is to wear the jeans that we all talked shit about. 10 years ago but you know we're gonna do it because that's what we do we conform copper she's asleep she doesn't give a shit about this i do i look comfortable no probably am i am i comfortable no um that's pretty much how i am in most social situations i don't look comfortable and i'm not comfortable yeah that this was what this podcast is supposed to be about is about everything okay so I am a comic. I say that with a question mark at the end because I don't know when you ever feel comfortable enough to call yourself a comic. I'll be completely honest. I am a comic, been doing it for about a year, stand-up comedy, and I still feel terrible at it. And from what I'm hearing, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, um... It's a good thing to hate your uh, hobby. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing to hate your hobby. No, um, it's not even a hobby. I don't know what it is. That's the thing, is that every other comic I've met, has it has a goal in mind of like, I want to be famous or I want to be, you know, a, a working, paid comedian that gets, you know, tours and whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um... But I don't know what my goal is. I think when I started stand-up comedy, my goal was, like, just to try it because I have lived such a sheltered life that 
that's never anything that I would try. And then for some reason, I haven't stopped. But like everybody else talks about how it's like a drug, like you can't stop. And I don't have that feeling. Like I feel like if I stopped tomorrow, (laughs) I don't know if I would come back. And that's not anything to do with necessarily stand-up comedy as it is to do with me. I like to um, quit things. That sounds terrible. Everybody quit your day job. No, um, I'm getting to the point where I, I think it's cool to just try things. But along with that, I think I, I, I make things be too much. Like I, I make them out to be more than they should be. I want to turn everything into like a career or everything into like an E! True Hollywood story thing. And it makes me end up like hating it and sabotaging it. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, I know that I have some talent. I have a little, I'm funny sometimes. Um, And I know that I have what it takes. That's the thing. I know that I have what it takes, but here's the kicker. I don't always, actually most of the time, I don't believe in myself. Ooh, cool. So this is a fun podcast. (laughs) Everyone should listen to this really fun podcast uh, where this girl talks about all her problems um, when she actually has none. Yeah, she lives a great fucking life. And all she does is cry about it. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Y'all, I could go on. I could go on and on. Maybe this is why a podcast is a good idea. You know, we're doing pros and cons here, okay? Keep a list at home. Um, I could go on and on. I don't even know if this is recorded correctly. I spent like four hours the other day testing all this out. Mind you, I'm using an iPad and a, a mic that a friend gave me that I don't know where what happened to the stand, so I'm holding it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing ever. Does anybody ever feel like they know what they're doing? When does that happen? I don't know. Maybe this podcast will reveal it to me. I don't know what I'm doing, y'all. And that's the thing is that I don't know what I'm doing so much that I will not do anything. Mm. Yeah. It's so easy to not do anything, though, you know, and all uh, in this comic world. That's the thing, too, is like I'm torn. I like to have balance. And uh, the stand up world is full of people who are obsessed with stand up. And that's great. But I want I also have a great life other than that, you know, besides the fact that I've been unemployed for a while. Uh, But I get to be be unemployed because I have a great support system. Um, I do need a job eventually, but I am at the stage in my life where I get to uh, be a little bit picky about that now. So I get to find a job that I really enjoy and love until my husband leaves me and then I will go back to Hooters most likely. So... See you there.
kids eat free on Tuesdays, I think. So I'll try not to work that day. I won't poison the children. <laughs> I would never do that. Who Stop. Anyways, what were we talking about, copper? You're supposed to keep me on track, dude. Okay. Thanks for the help. While Cassius is licking his non-existent balls. So, as I was saying, I am fully aware of my privilege. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I know... Do you have to do that right now? Okay. Cool. Back to the Sarah show. Guess she thought it was the copper show. It probably should be. It would get more views. Um, so I, yeah, yeah, I'm fully aware. I live uh, a very good life. And for some reason, there's still something missing. Um, that sounds terrible, but it's true. But it's like, is there something missing or am I missing something? Like, am I, can you stop licking your vag in the middle of this very profound moment? Y'all, this is a shit show. This should be called the shit show. Actually, I wanted to call it a shit show, but it's already taken. So never mind. It's just going to be the Sarah show, which is the same thing. So, um, yeah, we're just here to uh, talk it out, I guess. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I can't be satisfied. But when I think I know what it'll take to satisfy me, I find ways to sabotage completing that thing or like achieving that thing isn't that weird I should probably talk to a therapist um I like to therapize myself but I don't think that's probably the best way to go about it um I'm very aware of like my faults but I don't quite know how to stop it how do I stop <laughs> no that's the thing and my life is great I have an amazing husband um I have two really cute ass dogs. They suck. They eat everything, but they're cute. And they came from my womb. Womb. You notice how I pronounce the B in that? Yeah, I do. I'm not scared to pronounce a silent B. What's happening? And you can hear this. The production quality of this is fantastic. You can hear my dogs click clacking on the on the wood floor the fake wood linoleum floor okay that's the thing is i am so worried about how i'm perceived for some reason and i think i i've spent so long of my life trying to be a certain way of what i thought i needed to be of having like the corporate nine to five job and um having stability but with that came like soul suckingness, you know, like no fun. Um, I hated, I hated my, like, you're just looking forward to the weekends and I don't love that lifestyle, but I also don't love the, like being out late at night and not knowing what day it is. I'm not, I don't, I'm torn uh. and I have indigestion apparently. Oh my God, y'all. This is it. This is, this is a Sarah show. And this is episode one. I'm just really getting into it. Um, I had a plan for this. I had a plan. And we'll, we'll dive in deeper 
to all these things. Um, I did. <laughs> okay, I wrote in my notes. I know this. I don't even have to look at my notes because I memorize them. No, I wrote down two things. It's not that hard to memorize. Um, I wrote in my notes about the Tina Turner documentary on, I don't know, HBO. One of those, one of those apps that costs too much money. Uh, HBO probably the Tina, the Tina, not the remake, like not the not the one with the the actor. This is the one actually with Tina Turner in it. And did y'all this woman? This woman was incredible. Like I already knew, but oh my god, the things that she endured from freaking Ike. Oh god. And the fact that this guy like he's dead now. Okay. But he just kind of got away with beating her and like everyone knowing about it. And yet she still went on stage and killed it night after night. And like the fact that like in interviews too, she would be like you know, there to talk about her music, there to talk about her, you know, tours, whatever. My, oh, also, her hit, like, album came out in her 40s, okay? So, everyone, I'm talking to myself, really, everyone that is, like, thinking that you have to be, you know, in your 20s to make it, no. Even, I mean, I don't know. I think Oprah was old when she made it. There's, you know, the time is now. Whenever you want, actually, is the time. Um, what was I getting at? She would be in interviews, okay? And they would be they they would be like, Oh, your music great, cool. Um, where's Ike? How's Ike doing? Like, are you see how's the man doing that just beat the shit out of you and poured hot coffee on you? How's he doing? How's how's he? Will you let him know we said hi? Like, the nerve of these people. Oh, my God. But, you know, she went on stage and she sang that song. I don't even remember which one. And beforehand, she just like, oh, my God. Just stuck it to him. She was like, ladies, don't let a man tell you. Well, you can and can't do this is our world. You know, I don't not word for word. Okay, I probably made up half the things that I'm saying right now. But she was up there with this whole crowd there for her. And just pretty much let them know, like, this guy over here to the left of me thinks that he owns me. And guess what? He ain't shit. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know why I wanted to talk about that. I just thought it was crazy that um he just like openly beat her and everyone was cool with it and i remember people being like oh well yeah she beat him back yeah after years of abuse and rape rape in your own oh my don't get me okay this is getting this is getting um out of hand so uh next up what were we going to talk about Oh, I don't know. Tina, Tina, river deep, mountain high. 
love you more oh mm, I messed it up damn it Let's see that's what happens okay notes uh this era show I even made a folder for this in my notes app so um this has to be something it has to make me millions of see that's what I mean I want things to make me money instead of just doing them for fun I'm doing this for fun I'm having fun can you tell I'm having fun this is just my voice I'm here to remind you this is just my voice and this is just my face too I have a very blase face anyways okay Tina Turner check um yeah I kind of I kind of talked about this before but um yeah my life is so on the outside like looks so great and actually on the inside is so great as well um and I think maybe part of it is I don't think that I uh, in terms of comedy I don't think I deserve to be good or that I can be good because I don't have enough struggle in my daily life like I see all these other comics that are just literally going through some shit like from every angle and they are still out there crushing it and it's like I'm not saying that because they're crushing it because they're going through shit but I'm like do I deserve to crush it because I'm I have a great home life and like almost too stable I don't know I don't know I I mean I know the answer is yes like everyone deserves whatever they put their their efforts towards and their heart towards and that's the thing is like why why does comedy have to be everything it doesn't every time I like pick something it's like okay that has to be it that has to be everything and I, I don't think it does and for some people it it does or or they think it does but like I said I, I like the balance I, I don't like the super high highs and the low lows. I've dealt with that before. I actually dealt with that in the like, I say like a lot. I need to stop. Um, I dealt with that in the corporate world of people just being so miserable in their daily lives because you're working all day in an office for someone else's gain and then you go home and you express that to your spouse, to your kids, your roommates, just yourself, like whoever. And you never get a break because you're always thinking about how shitty your daily job is. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like I give off this. I, this is this is really why I want the podcast is to pe so people can see. How, who I really am, how I really am, and maybe, like, I'll learn who I am, too, because, like, who the fuck am I? I don't know. I know I'm weird as hell, but I know that I can't let that out unless I'm, like, extremely comfortable around people, and there's only a few people that I feel like I can be completely myself with, and completely myself is weird as... Oh my god, it's so weird. I'm so weird. Like, I like to talk in different accents if you couldn't tell. They don't make sense. Like, the Wisconsin accent, I don't know. Um, 
what's that? Sargento cheese. Oh my God, I love Sargento cheese. And like if I get upset and I don't want people to know, then I just stop talking in a British accent. I just stop, you know, I stop talking like this and it makes no sense. I don't know. I don't know. And then I feel like I, I need to like explain myself, like how I am and, but I don't even know. Like it's so random. I'm so random and I'm trying to like fit myself into a box and I listen to other people who I can tell are putting me in a box of like, oh, you're the housewife that's just like trying to get out and do something for herself. And like, that's not it at all. Like people keep wanting to put me in this housewife box. And I don't know why that angers me so much. Because technically I'm a wife and I live in a house. Okay, I get it. But that oh, it just makes it sound like, I don't know, it's such a negative connotation, I feel like. Uh, like. Like, just this girl getting everything handed to her, getting to, like, live and not have to work and just sit here with her basset hounds all day, which is kind of what I do. I'm not going to lie. But I take care of myself, okay? Those unemployment checks come to me and pay my bills. I don't have my husband's last name because I'm too lazy. No, (laughs) that's not it. I actually don't want his last name. Don't tell him. Just kidding. He knows. I told him. Um, Yeah, that too. Like, I don't, the whole idea of marriage is so weird to me. And like, my relationship is like the only exception to me to the whole thing, which also doesn't make any sense that I have any qualms with it at all since mine is great. But it's just the facade that other people think when they think about me being married or me being a housewife. Maybe it's the haircut. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't feel like a housewife. And I don't know what a housewife feels like. I am. Well, like this maybe because technically I'm a housewife. God damn. I don't know, but I like, I don't want to be a spokesperson for housewives. Cause it's like, I'm not this, like, like my husband is not an attachment to what I'm doing. If that makes any sense. Like he's obviously my biggest supporter and like loves that I'm going out of, you know, my comfort zone and stuff like that. But I don't, it, when you say housewife, it makes it sound like, Like he, I don't know, like you couldn't just do it on your own. Like what if you weren't, what if I wasn't a housewife? Like what if no one knew that I was married? You know, I don't know. This sounds terrible. Everything that comes out of my mouth sounds terrible because my husband is incredible. Anyone that's met him just knows one day you'll know. I'll get him on here. I promise. But, um, yeah, it's just it's just society's view of stuff that makes me like icky with it. I don't know. Um, what else was I? <laughs> Hello, can someone help me here? I don't know what I'm gonna talk about on this freaking show. One day this could be cool. One day this show could be a thing. You know who knows? 
and who knows if I'll keep doing it. I should keep doing it. I'm supposed to keep doing it. <sighs> Consistency, right? The only thing I'm consistent at is not doing anything. I don't know what it is about, like, me being lazy. I think I need to get rid of my TV, to be honest. TV has always been, like, a comfort for me because I grew up a single and only child for, with a single mom that, like, worked all the time. So I just sat in front of the TV for 12 hours a day. And so that's what I like to keep doing. But I did get a hammock, and um, I hang out out there sometimes too. So, You know, and I could spend this time. Let me just have this moment with myself. I could spend this time really working on being creative and putting something out into the world, or not even into the world, just, just out, out of me, some kind of, I love being creative. I used to be so creative and now I've just let like the laziness take over and and I keep calling it lazy, but really what it is is just overthinking everything to the point of like, okay, then I'm just not going to do it. And that's so sad. Oh my God, Sarah, stop being so sad. Okay, I'm going to, uh, y'all, I'm going to stop. This episode is taking crazy turns wild turns as you can see by copper's face i don't know if you can see it right now um i don't know if it's in the frame but it's melting she's melting onto the couch and that's pretty much how i feel on a regular basis but i'm also like happy too you know so it's like what i don't know i'm so confused i keep thinking like is it because i'm a gemini what does that mean now my voice starts to get hysterical when I, you know, stupid, stupid. Oh, okay. Not enough struggle. Check. Next, next and last note. And I'll probably leave it on this. I don't, again, is this even recording? Anyone? Can you? I'm talking to a ring light. Last note. Oh, I like this one. Okay, this is a positive one. Okay. So, I think especially in comedy, everyone's trying to find their voice, trying to find themselves. And I don't even know what that means. I'm about to turn 30 this year, this month, actually. Oh, God. And I don't know how I feel about it because everyone says, like, when you turn 30, you start to just, things start to kind of make sense. Or you just start to care less. And so far, I just have more indigestion and more cares, you know. But what I'm thinking is what we have to pay attention to is how we feel in every situation and around everybody. Because... If you can pay attention to that and if you can honor your feelings and actually set boundaries, which is the hardest part. I love using the word boundaries, but I never actually set them. Um, Irish goodbyes are really my only boundary, like a parties and stuff. I just leave because I hate uh, the whole thing the whole goodbye thing the whole hello thing I hate I hate all of that like can I just show up and can we just pretend that I've been here the whole time just include me in the conversation like I've already been here you know it gives me so much anxiety 
Why do, I talk more to you uh, during a goodbye than I did during the whole party. And I, I hate it. It's just small talk. It's not good talk. Why are we doing it? Those are my boundaries with that is an Irish goodbye. Because I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put myself through the emotional roller coaster of not giving a fuck about this goodbye. You know, I just want to leave. Can I leave? I love you. I showed up, you know. I can tell you when I get home. I probably won't, but you know, <laughs> let me know when you get home. No one ever does. Anyways, but I think the goal is to pay attention to how you feel in certain situations. Like you notice it, you notice, you know when you're like if there's someone in your life and it could even be a friend it could be a family member it could be whoever that like even just the thought of them like just kind of gives you a little bit of anxiety you know like pay attention to that and it honestly like there's not you can't control other people it might not even have anything to do with them it's just how you act around them you know um and sometimes you can work on changing that or work on you know figuring out what it is that triggers you to to act a certain way around people, but if you can set the boundary of just like not being around them, that's cool too. But even more than just people, like certain situations, like what makes you happy? And I think we, we, uh, we lose like our gut feeling along the way of life because we're just trying to do what everyone else is doing or we're trying to do what everyone else isn't doing. We're trying to be unique or we're trying to be you know fit in like it's always something and we stop paying attention to how we really feel about things and I think if we can do that if we can notice like man I'm at this place or every time I go to this place I feel this certain way and maybe it's because you you have a a weird perspective on it you just need to shift that you need to shift your perspective of why you feel that way um but sometimes it's just not a good space for you to be in and if it's you know I don't know I don't think we pay attention to how we feel enough people think it's stupid and lame to pay attention to how you feel but like at the end of the day what else matters you know like am I just gonna die tomorrow knowing that all I did my whole life was worry like that's the feeling that I had mostly was just like anxiety about shit that doesn't matter (sighs) no I want to look back and be like I felt everything but mostly I felt happy you know mostly I found peace I don't know I I can't stop thinking of the freaking Hubble telescope picture thing I know y'all know what I'm talking about, where it's a picture of space and all the lights, they look like stars, but they're all freaking galaxies. They're all galaxies. It looks like a starry night and every star is not a star. It's an actual galaxy. My mind cannot. Nobody's can. And that's just proof that like we're nothing. Who cares? Who cares? But I have to keep reminding myself, like, I keep forgetting. It's like every time I blink, I freaking forget. And I'm like, oh, I care. Oh, I care a lot. About what, bitch? What do you care about? Nothing. I care about how great I look right now. Look at that. Mm. And my husband's 
clothes. This is actually his tank top, too. Yeah. Just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Stop saying just kidding, Sarah. Stop saying just kidding. Okay. I think we got to go. I did it, though. I finally did it. I've had the worst posture this whole time. The cord to this mic is not long enough, but we're going to make this work. Everything's great. Okay. So I don't know how often I'm going to do this. Um, I'm not going to set too many expectations on it because then I know I will, like I said before, sabotage it and not do it. But I am going to make it. I'm going to do this. I don't know if I'm going to do this. Oh, my God, Sarah, make a decision. Am I schizophrenic? No. Maybe. No, I'm good. Everything's great. Everyone, um, tune in. Listen to the Sarah show and tell me what you think and what you want me to talk about. And if you want me to have like special guests and stuff and I'll just like get over my um, anxiety about like asking people to do things. <laughs> Okay, bye.